the Scythe Morse. And this is this weekend car audio. Tune in, tune in, tune in, This weekend car audio, audio. Tune in, tune in, What we talking about, bass? Talking about chips, talking about rings. You ain't got them, zip your lip. You got a problem, you ever found? Check your grounds. Your show about to start. Start. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. Welcome to This Week in Car Audio with your host, Doug Stockton, the judge, and co-host, Jeffrey Fernandez, internet sensation, superstar. Uh, what else are you, Jeffrey? Uh, all around great guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> um, Don't go. <laughs> a- anything new, exciting happen this weekend for you? Um, oh, I went uh, wine tasting for the first time ever. All right. <laughs> cool um let me see here i'm trying out this new stuff right here um it says i should be able to click this button and pop out video oh it said i see facebook uh if anybody's on youtube please uh do a youtube post oops let me close this down right here oh i see youtube on that so let me pop out youtube real quick Oh, there we go. Hi. We got uh, Mark Anthony. Okay, cool. So some of this stuff is working. Let me try and figure it out on the YouTube side. Let me get the YouTube stuff up on this here too. YouTube, it says I'm live. And let me mute this out. Guest Darren. And I'm muted. Dang, dog. (laughs) All right, let me try this out here. Pop out chat. And there it is. And let's see if that shows up. RP Patel showing up in the chat. Oh, there we go. Now YouTube shows up. We look in and see you guys. There you go. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. So this stuff is starting to work now. So I'm trying to get all this stuff working. Um, uh, Anyway, so uh, nothing new this. Oh, you tried wine tasting. Where'd you go for that, sir? Um, Grapevine. Texas, believe it or not. So oh, not the grapevine the- here where we live? <laughs> well, I think it's a little well, you know what's funny is the grapevine in California has more grapevine than here than I notice. Um okay. I'm like, you know, where's all the grapevines? Where's all the grapes? And and uh they must have it hidden or something in, in their uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh I mean it was pretty fun, you know. Um it's right down where I work at. So, you know, I work in Grapevine, Texas, and they just happen to have the Great Fest. And, you know, Roger was telling me all about it. He was telling me to go. And me and my wife went and checked it out and got a chance to uh, experience wine tasting, which was pretty fun. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. So uh, my wife and I went to the Lodi Wine uh, Grape Festival, as a matter of fact, oh. uh, on Saturday ourselves. Uh, I don't drink, what? so... So I didn't, we didn't, I didn't partake in any of the wine. My wife tried some and, you know. Oh, you're uh, missing out. You're missing out. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're getting close to world finals here. Um, we currently have a guest. His, oh, shoot. Let me change his name. <laughs> I did not have his name changed. I am very sorry about that, sir. Rename. One and a half weeks for people to get loud. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see here properties anyway so we went to the um the wine festival and a grape festival and i ate a bunch of crap i shouldn't have eaten obviously <laughs> um darren, nope darren how do you spell your name real quick d-a-r-e-n d-a-r-e-n-n-a-r-i-n-e n-a-r I I N E N E. There we go. Done. Oops. Backspace. Corrected. There we go. Now we got them fixed on the uh, on the page. 
All right, so Darren's popped up on there. Um, all right, so we got Darren here. He's uh, from Trinidad, out in the Caribbean area there. Uh, we got a couple people that watch us there, SQ Sounds, um, which is uh, they're out of um, Barbados. Bridgetown, Barbados. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, yeah, so they're trying to come on to the DV drag scene. Um, so, Darren, why don't you tell us your um, – your history or whatever with uh, DV Drag. Well, I've been a judge for let's say about seventeen, about seventeen years in the car audio. And, well, as a judge, been uh -huh. around car audio about twenty years. Um, since I was small, I was always around my uncle. You know, he was into <laughs> car audio in Trinidad, but uh -huh. wanted to get into the more aspect of you know judging seeing when you see the local local competitions in like at the malls you know you want to be on a leaderboard or do something that is more 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 looking forward to to basically i would say more recognition to the world you know you want to be on a status you know you want to have recognition going with it okay and you know competition and in all the Caribbean islands, it's we have our local trend, just like I think BVI and smaller, you know, islands has their own trend, you know, uh, just like how Puerto Rico has it, you know, they they are more with the mids and highs outside, and you know, yeah, wanted to get more, bringing more feasible stuff to the industry, you know, where recognition, where rules are implemented and not just as anything or any way it goes so easiest thing was db drag um we had ayahuasca first in, in our country and then db drag was here but everyone gets accustomed to like those single pass lanes competitions you know mm -hmm. introducing qualifying and eliminations when you go to a car show and it's all about playing audio and stuff it's they they think it's more single pass than you know head to head competition, so it tends to get a little more tricky when it's DB drag oriented. Okay. So. Yeah. No, that's that's fun. So, uh, what got you and in, um, into competing? Just like being with your uncle, and whatnot. Did you compete first and then like move yes. to the judge side? Uh, what yes, was your I classes? Did. What was your high score? All that kind of stuff. Super Street. I well, that would be advanced three with Ayaska. Okay. And it would have been in that time it would have been Super Street five to eight. That's was where it would have fallen under. Um the loudest and back then competing was a hundred and sixty two point one. That was our loudest going trend out. And um mine I I went out on top. I I was doing. I had six fifteens DD and uh, Mazda three to three. Um, we did one hundred and sixty six point four with six fifteen ninety five hundred the D series triple stack. Uh huh. And I had Crossfire BMF one thousand Ds old school. <laughs> Jeffrey could, you know, yeah. he likes his Crossfire. Okay. So, <laughs> um, yeah, around the BMF that, series, pretty solid. Pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, I think I saw that with Steve Cook, and he has been. A, oh. I won't lie to you. I, when I saw Steve Cook with his 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 minivan back then, that kind of inspired me too. So, um, that was my comp competition vehicles. I had two vehicles with both both of them were six fifteens. Yeah. Always watching them on YouTube when you have like. Or when you watch them or via internet, because um, I didn't have YouTube back then. My uncle used to compete in the states too. My uncle in Trinidad, he has his car audio shop, and my uncle in the states, um, he competed too. He had 615s Stroker, the old one, and a Tahoe uh, with 68 PPI A1200 Art Series. That's when the record with Alma Gates were 160 decibels. Okay. He was actually he was actually 158.9. So, so so speaking of the um of the uh two uh CD or um 
the uh, two where they uh, not digital design the uh, strokers, right? The stroker fifteens. Yeah. Uh, we had yeah, a judges um, a meeting the other day, and um, oh, before I get too far, I just wanted um, Sam Dunn checking in there. We got Urshad Kajim. Looks like that's a Trinidad flag popping up there. I'm guessing. <laughs> Um, anyway, um, before we get too far, I want to thank our sponsors once again, uh, sponsors of today's broadcast. We have uh, um, Stolman Transport LLC, lots of Watts uh, Lifestyle Clothing. We have um, Crossfire Car Audio, once again, stepping up to uh, do supports. And our last sponsor on this one is the Puns Customs out of Michigan. Uh, we're going to have them on here pretty soon. Uh, Salise popping in here. Yep, there's Puns <laughs> Customs right there. Puns Customs, they're out of Michigan. Um, they're starting up as a, a new stereo business or whatever you want to call it. So if you guys are uh, interested in checking them out, uh, get a hold of them. Also, all right, so um, we had a judges meeting the other day, and we were talking and was it the judges meeting, Jeffrey? We were talking about uh, some stroker 15s. Yeah, yeah. That subject came up, and we were like, whoa, the old school ones. <laughs> yeah. So um, definitely all the judges, uh, um, they definitely were way interested into that. And I'm sure some of the old old school guys are going to be interested in it, too. Uh, <laughs> the, the stroker 18s were a beast to behold, right? Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying we were talking about them and the judges wanted to uh, to claim them. So there I ain't telling nothing about no secret. I'm just saying uh, we talked about ha about some uh, stroker 18s and there was not a single judge there that didn't want to um, to take those home. I'm just saying. So that's really cool. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but I have that uh, new top dog. Uh, necklace I'm going to give out at World Finals too, for whoever yeah. wins Top Dog. That's kind of gangster. A little gangster. <laughs> uh, Salise and I have been working on it for I don't know about two months or whatever, coming up with how we wanted to do it and whatnot. Um, so uh, no, really cool. Uh, so we got other other things happening. Um, World Finals. So uh, what what uh. How many world finals have you been to, Darren? When was your first one? All that stuff, judging and whatnot. Judging, my first event judging was with David McLean. Right. Uh, that was SBN. Okay. Um, Spring Break Nationals, for those that don't know. Spring Break Nationals, correct. Mm -hmm. um, the first world finals I judged at was Tampa Finals with um, Carlos Rodriguez in 3-4. Yeah. Okay. That was David McLean That's again. Rodriguez from Florida, right? Not the one from Nevada? Not the one. Correct. Yeah, Carlos <laughs> Rodriguez. And someone, had, someone had confused the two, and I was like, wait, I think we were talking about the Carlos Rodriguez from Florida, not Nevada, but just to kind of clear that up. <laughs> it, was a black, it was a black Astro with four 18s, if I'm not mistaken. And then my next finals after that was in Laughlin, Nevada with you. Yes, it was. Uh, with oh. Andrew McKean. Uh-huh. And um, then after, in I think in 2012, uh, I think I'm skipping a few, but I, that's why Jeffrey was there with me at SBN, too. Yeah. I've been I've been a lot of DB drags. I just, <laughs> uh, basically, I took a little time off with, because family, uh, my, I, with my daughter. I didn't want to miss certain things with my daughter, but I didn't step out of the grid. I always kept up with the rules, educating myself with them. So I'm back on full, full stream. Good. Uh, um, so, so, uh, so how many events do you guys do in Trinidad a year? Well, before I used, well, oh, I, let me not mention my a guy that I used to judge with in yep. Florida. I will never take anything away from him. Mm -hmm. which would have been Henry. Um, I don't know if you remember Henry, Malcolm, Henry. Uh, I, can't remember, I can't say his last name, but he, he was judging with me back then. Henry was the DP drag judge alongside with me. 
And we did a lot of events with Mike Haddon, with DB Unit, uh, DB Unit in Central Florida. Okay. We used to do a lot of events down there. But in Trinidad, I still live. I still live away a lot more than being in Trinidad. And I had DB Drag for two two consecutive years, and then it changed hands because I was traveling a lot. I couldn't really put the time into it, and. Okay. Of May this year, I picked back up DB Drag in full, and thus far we have seven events on the calendar since May. Um, we have an event this weekend. Um, I'm again, we don't before it had people doing it, but the format is if you're not doing, I always say with, with DB Drag you need to do it the correct way. You mm -hmm. can't do single pass entries. With DB Drag, that I, I understand. Sometimes time time is against you, and you were just you know, is he here? You're gonna compete, or you know, you ask the competitor, are you gonna run? It's a 2.5 away DB or 10 DBs away. You know, would you just you know fault for the win to run the classes faster if you're pressed against time? But single passes entry, it, there's no fun with it when it becomes that way. It just becomes another boring show. Well, especially for base race. Yeah, so so with uh, DB Drag, um, you know uh, Gary Killian, he was going up against Craig Butler. Craig Butler at that time was doing like 184s, 183s, and Gary's doing like a 168. So Gary's <laughs> got no chance in hell, right? Correct. And Correct. Craig Butler's whole system, his turn on burp was like a 165. So he turns it up, and it just 165s just by turning on the amplifiers. And uh, Gary just says, well, let it rip. And when he turned on his amplifiers, they all blew. Wow. So he got zero sound out of his amps. They literally blew in the run head-to-head -head against Gary. Gary won a world championship in extreme that year um, because he went head-to-head. -head and he didn't have a chance against uh, uh, Craig Butler. Right. Right? I tell people all the time, you know, once you go head-to-head, -head, it's basically you never know what can happen. Exactly. You never know what could happen. True that. So that the, those are the things we try to tell people all the time. Um, uh, we popped out. Uh, let me see. Make sure I pop this back in here. Bam. All right. Cool. Um, uh, I just want to double check. Cool. Yeah. Everything seems to be working on the chat side today, which is awesome. I really enjoy that the chat side works. This is really cool. I can start clicking on some things and bring them onto the screen. Um, so you're coming this year, obviously, right? That's why we're uh, introducing you to everybody that may not have seen you uh, prior to this. Um, I was there in July. I was there in July at um, at RP shop. RP's, and I was there at um, down in. G Gainesville with with Rob, oh, Rob okay, Collar. yeah, and uh, Chet. Well, all those those two events I was with with Chet alongside with Chet. You know? Okay, so I've been there. Uh, just yeah, COVID, COVID, COVID did a lot of bad things, you know, right <laughs> uh, right across the world. But we in March of this year we we were locked down for let's say close to about three years, if you can say it that way. Yeah, completely locked down, and nothing was in, nothing was out. You know, so now is this year I started back really traveling and doing events and, you know, showing out, uh, being out there again. But before, yeah, with COVID being there, a lot of restrictions and stuff like that, there was no way we could have left or even coming back. So it would have been, if I'm coming there for last year World Finals, I would have been locked out of our own country, from my own country, basically. Right. Oh. So, so you so get locked out for two weeks or something before you can come back in? Until you can with an antigen, if you can, if if it's um, you have to prove the antigen. Okay. You 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 have to test negative. Okay. Um. So. Yeah, I was talking to uh, Tiffany and Tristan a little bit about um. Uh, about their um their little island, and some of the restrictions they were having, and you know some of them um. Uh, compared to what they have in the United States is pretty drastic. Um, it is. It, and it's, 
but they're completely fine with it because that's the culture that they have and the um, their belief system there. So uh, I'm sure it'd be the same there in uh, you know in Trinidad. Same thing, you know. You guys are used to a certain level of security, right? Yes. And um, you know, here in the United States, we believe in freedom over security. Uh, security's the individual's issue, not the government's issue. Um, <laughs> not that I'm trying to get political on this or anything. I'm, I'm um. trying to stay away from that because I can go super political. Uh, um, but anyway. Um, yeah, the, the the thing is, is uh, people uh, tend to think that way, and it's really interesting because I love to um, I love to meet people from different areas and see what they, uh, you know, what their their current thing is. You know, what what how does their country, how does their uh, system work? Um, it's right. it's awesome, especially with um, the. Uh, overseas guys right when you start talking to to Yenis and the russian judges and the french judges and just kind of see you know what they what they do and how they do it and how they run their shows that's always interesting so i know like where right. you live there's like golf cart style vehicles you know a lot of really small and stuff like that so how do you incorporate <laughs> those into a db drive well i would i would still think we have vehicles just as united states i would say those sizes because i've seen some vehicles in brazil and those vehicles are really tiny we have like we have we have japanese vehicles and european vehicles Uh, we have u.s made vehicles like you have like chevys and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but like buick and stuff like that we won't have that and gmc we don't have that in our country but we have like we have chevy and a few others Unless you're returning residents and you're bringing your own vehicle from what you were driving from the States and you're returning back to our country. But majority of our dealerships are basically Japanese and European. So BMW, Benz, Jaguar, those type of vehicles, Nissan, Toyotas, you know, um, along those like Mazdas, you get those things. So, but those vehicles are not really tiny, you know, they would still be the standard vehicles that you would see in competition. Just we're on the right side. Our driver is on the right side versus in the U.S. it's on the left side. Well, that's yeah. silly. What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what, Darren, uh, last week there was a question uh, to our guest about vehicles in that part of the country where he was. He was in uh, Australia, wasn't it? Uh, was it yes, Santa McWater? Yes. So, I, I mean, is that kind of like where you are? Is there like a... Uh, what they would call a cheater vehicle there? No. No? Fine, so, there's still, we, you see, I think w- with the importation, when you import a vehicle from out of the country, you won't try to import the cheapest vehicle. So you would mm-hmm. still get all the interior in all vehicles versus when you see the vehicles in Brazil, they're lacking interior. I'm not knocking it. It's just that it's just that that's how they, 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 they kind of free, phase the the, the costing of the vehicle for everyone to afford it. But here, it's not that. Uh, we don't have pandas. Uh, we don't have terrors, you know. The the closest <laughs> thing to we you would get that I would say, which would have worked back then, would have been like the Skoda vehicles or the Chevy Monzas hmm. back then. They would have hmm, used yeah. those vehicles, the Skoda, Octavia, and like the Fiat vans, you know, those vehicles that you would have used in one to two that you, you would see they, they use for with 218s and they would do like l- really loud numbers and like like in the European side of things. Yeah, but that's the only vehicles that you would see, you know. But other than that, I think everything in Trinidad, it's either a sedan or a mid-sized pickup truck. You know, you would oh, get okay, the Chevy. Really? Yeah. Like the Toyota oh, Tacoma and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like a okay, like the Chevy LTZs, the Colorados. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, like the the Tundras will be too big for our roads. Dodge Durango's, you know, um, G, um, GMC, Yukon, you wouldn't get those. Um, Lincoln Navigator, that's not something you would get out of the dealership. 
That's too big. Tiffany from uh, Bridgetown Barbados says, uh, yep, we drive on the wrong side of the road, too. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Um, This came in from uh, Mel Valdez. What is the most competitive class in your country? Most competitive class? Um, I would say street stock 2K, 1K and 2K. Really? Because we have more street bangers. You know, mm-hmm. car audio, our importations, and this is uh, another thing. Importation tax is very expensive. Yep. So bringing in car audio or doing something like that, there's only a certain amount of budget that the the young person can afford. Like to, you, the average person can't buy a 9500 DD. You would quicker go buy a 500 series DD or a C3, a C3 Crossfire, you can't get that C7. You'd have to be in a mediocre living lifestyle to really afford something like that because car audio is, it's, a, it's not a necessity. It's something that right. you, you, you would want for enjoyment or a hobby. So spending that amount on car audio, guys would prefer in Trinidad to go put a body kit or buy rims to look good. Uh-huh. You know? Or if they're so, over in Florida... They might bring it into the country with them, right? Correct. Correct. <laughs> but yeah. that, that the most competitive class, I would say, is 1K, 2K. Um, and base race will be 20, 29, 9, 30, 30, 39, 9 max. Um, I've brought back 19 down to, in, in my country. I've brought back that class because of the fact of I want to show everyone you don't need a loud system mm-hmm. to be able to be a winner. You, yep. you can have like a single 10 Pioneer with uh, 100 watts on base and you can still compete. Everyone has a chance. So what about and Top Dog? Have you implemented that out there at all? Or? I, have, I have done it the last show. I gave, it, I gave them a try for free to understand yep. the format and they love it. This weekend, I'm offering... Uh, for incentives, actually, dog, to make people, the first three shows I did for free, no cost, uh-huh. okay. no cost and entry, and everybody got cash prizes. I gave away cash prizes for every class that you competed uh-huh. in. Oh, that was just the incentive for to get the, the 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 guys them to come out. And now I stick with you're paying for class, but you're still getting cash prizes on base race and and top dog. Okay. I want you see when you burn something down, if you damage something, a trophy really can't buy it back. A recon, <clears throat> you know. So I'm trying to give back to the industry. It's not really about me making the money. It's more or less I'm giving back to them, and they see the support that we give to them mm-hmm. as officiating staff or affiliate for DB Drag too. Yep. It's still really push it forward. We we just did our West Coast finale over here, and uh, I saw. I I, I saw. I was looking giving... at you. About twenty four hundred dollars away okay. cash at the event, so yeah. I, was, I mean that was cool. I was looking at it. Yeah, I mean it's not yeah. Roger's money, but it's money, right? <laughs> 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 All right. So uh, RP has up here a uh, question. It says, uh, Darren, what is your home brand? Seems like a some judges have a brand they support, affiliate with. What's your number one choice brand? All brands are good. Is what how you put it to you. I will never choose. I'm not. I, I've, I don't think any judge should be brand affiliated to begin with. I think all judges should be fair as possible. Mm-hmm. And it's how you apply your how you apply the equipment. Yep. Yes. And so, so for me as a judge, um, I couldn't even tell you what my guys run out here. I know DC's popular because they're at all my shows and they're you know less than a two-hour drive away from 80% of my events. So right. I know DC's really popular out here. I couldn't tell you, other than the guys that are Team DC, Justin, Team DC, Josh, other than those guys, I honestly couldn't tell you what equipment anybody runs uh, because I, as a judge, I don't feel that's any of my business. And then also if somebody like, RP or something were to ask me, hey, what's he running in his car? I couldn't tell you if it was 2012s or 412s or, 
I, well, let's look what class he's in. Oh, he's in Super Street 5 Plus, so he's got more than five of something, you know? <laughs> I always say car audio or amplifiers or speakers. Uh -huh. They are all output devices. They so are. It's how you apply how you apply them. Mm -hmm. So I don't I, I don't ever say there's a bad product out there. It's your application of your product. Mm -hmm. You well, put it to use. So I do know uh, uh, Jacob Fincher. Uh, Jeffrey knows Jacob. Um, there was a guy uh, which everybody tells me, uh, you guys out here in uh, podcast land, you're not ready for Leonard yet. So there was this guy, Leonard, and he had his own brand of subwoofers. Uh, Leonard Foster's the guy's name. And right. um, I don't remember what they were, but they were super low level. And he was still doing like a 151 with like four of his tens. And they were, I mean, like $40 a piece, you know, it was application. Correct. Versus the equipment. Now there, when you're at the highest level, like you're at RP's level or you're at, um, uh, Gorman Cassidy, the, you know, uh, those guys like that. Yeah. There is a difference in equipment when you're at that Correct. level. But when yeah. you're like a mid-level or low-level guy, um, what you can afford, and if you're happy with the product you bought, that's the exact perfect equipment that you have. I agree. Yeah. Um, it's Sam Dunn asked, uh, when will the brackets be out? Do you know by chance? I'm not sure what brackets he's talking about. Do you know, Jeffrey? Um, no, but I think he might be just talking about in general. And and uh, also just to let people know, um, I think what you could uh, register all the way up until the day of, is that right? Or You can, but it's super expensive if you, the right. longer you Right, so wait. we really don't know ahead of time till, you know, till they absolutely cut off <laughs> registration because they can just show up that day and then, you know, pay like whatever, 500 bucks, I think it is. Yeah. And register. And we won't really know until we get the brackets made out. Much like, you know, some sports, um, we won't know the full bracket anyways. Tristan puts out that. Correct, Doug, because some guy might turn up in the lane with some Radio Shack doing some good numbers. Exactly. <laughs> um, and Yeah, and Tristan says, like we say, it all depends on the application and how you use it, which is a right. truism. So, but yeah, so I mean, in, unless you're at the super elite level and even those guys, they are getting the subwoofer and then customizing it to their vehicle. So once again, even at the super high level, yeah, some woofer might make a little difference over another, but it's the application that this guy takes this woofer and he adds a nickel to the backside of it just to add a little bit more mass to it to you know lower the FS or something like that, you know? Um, or, or add a, a nail, those nail rings to the center of the motors that they've been doing. Yeah. Uh, I've been looking at it. It's creating more motor force towards the, 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 the motors to create more output, to apply yeah. more power. So, so it's definitely about the application. Like I said, um, and, and I mean, people always tell me, what's the best brand out there? I, I swear, I, they, oh, you're the DB drag judge. What's the best brand out there? I swear I get that probably 30, 40 times a week, right? And this is just at work or, you know, oh, you know something about stereo stuff? You know, and then, so what is it? And I always tell them, I says, what can you afford and what's readily available to you and who do you have? that you can trust to install it. If you can afford it and you trust the person installing it and you're happy with the product you get, that's exactly the right system for you every time. And so. trust me, there, there would be a class in DB drag to fit them in somewhere. Yep. For, either in base race or in freestyle, there will or be top a dog. class for them. Or top dog. It will be a class yep. for them. So with top Compete dog, one of the guy, thing guys like about Top Dog is we're allowed open doors, right? So you don't have to have a sealed vehicle in Top Dog. Now, you'll see the guys here in California, all but one guy seals up their vehicles. In Top Dog? Yes. In Top Dog, okay. you do not have to have a sealed vehicle. So that gives the guys that can only do 119, they can open up their car and possibly do 129s. Okay. Which is, that's the level of guys that opening the vehicle actually helps typically versus hurts. 
um, when you get to the higher numbers, the more you open your vehicle, the more it hurts your ability to control the micro the microphone and the and the number, right? Um, right. But the one guy that I have that opens up his door and his window, he does one forty nine nine uh, in Top Dog, and he'll turn it up. Like if he messes up, he'll turn it up really loud to mess up the guy next to him. But. <laughs> Freestyle, but freestyle is not the same way because yes, I know freestyle, freestyle is the same the thing. Yeah, freestyle is exactly the same. You, you, you put the globe in the kick or wherever you want to put it. Or yep, or you can do it legal on the dash or whatever. Right. And um, I I'm actually having such success with uh, freestyle that I am strongly considering uh, next year um, having all the freestyle classes. Uh, okay. I'm averaging like twelve to thirteen entries into freestyle this year I, i'm fine and this is just on a level of we as well affiliates or show promoters uh-huh. i find like the the, free, the freestyle classes are really tight it's you know yep a lot it, it is like one stock class one super street class i'm yep. just saying it off the top of my head and that puts everyone in that class up until 5k of power against the smaller guy who is what 1k and it's it basically he's giving away free you it's like he's giving us free money if you think about it so i right. try to limit it so yeah tell him you know stay away from this class you know go try base race base race is fun you know? yes well uh, you know and, and truly i i push the new guy into freestyle hey you just yeah. want to see what number it is well i don't want to enter the competition hey look here you got to be part of this thing to make you part of it, we're going to put you in freestyle. Uh, Tyler right. Archer posts right here. He says, open the door and bump the next guy over. That's a <laughs> great technique. I've seen it done many a times, and it works well. Um, oh, uh, uh, Mario Perella says um, he, he believes he has a feeling we're talking about Moses Martinez. It is not. It's Team Send It Chivo. Uh, Chivo's vehicle is just a ground pounding monster. Um, you know, he plays at 20 Hertz and when he's doing top dog, he plays, I think 25 Hertz. So he's doing 25 Hertz at 149.9. And, um, so yeah, that's, uh, so he opens the door to screw up the other guy. Is absolutely. That, <laughs> so what does he make the other guy do? Like red flag or, or just all bust the time? Out? Yeah. Just bust yeah. out. Yep. Stuff. Yep, or he'll uh, or he'll open it up and be right next to him, and he'll do it right when they're getting close to the twenty seconds and knock him into the next class. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a little strategy to that. Yeah. So that that's always fun. Um, like I said, uh, Top Dog is a huge format here. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we always pay the winners, so I take five dollars out of everybody that enters Top Dog. So if there's ten people that enter Top Dog, it pays fifty bucks to the winner right um and then we i also give them a dog tag so because trophies here um the trophies i do are fairly large uh their trophies are not cheap which i'm sure both you as judges can attest to um, not cheap at all yes so but since i have a trophy shop i can do things at a cheaper rate because i'm getting them at cost right so right. So my first place trophy at a 1X is 29 inches, right? Wow. And then my first place at a 2X is 36 inches, and at a 3X is 48 inches, okay? So um, with that being said, we I do so many events here in California, people get so many trophies fairly quickly. But the dog tags, they can just put the dog tags and just keep them on a chain. And, and like a couple of the guys have a chain just hanging from their windshield, which is like, you know, eight, 10, 12 dog tags on it. So okay. it's a little something different I do out here, and people seem to really like the dog tag. And that's kind of actually where I started the idea of that king of the pound, you know. So it's a dog tag, but it's world final size. So I love the It looks like a crown. Bad. It looks like a crown. It is. We called it king of the pound. Right. It's a uh, logo that Celise came up with, I don't know, five six years ago and um then she modified it for this event and it's like i said i think it's really cool we're going to give it away uh with the trophy at top at world finals 
Um, only thing I did kind of screw up on it was I didn't put the date and information about the event. You know, I didn't put, you know, 25th anniversary. So what I'm going to do is on the back of it, I'll put a sticker and it'll have all that information on it. So uh, at least then the information about the event, because it's important, right? It's, yeah, I won this at World Finals and, you know, get 10, 12 years down the line. What year was that? Right. <laughs> so that's really cool. Um, hey, for those people watching the podcast right now, just uh, know uh, Jeffrey and I, we intend to do something like a uh, sports center kind of thing after the show. We'll sit down and uh, try and pull a couple of um, uh, a couple of competitors over to talk with us and, you know, talk about the things that they saw today or the things that they did. Right, Jeff? Hopefully uh, go over some scores uh, from for the people that uh, weren't able to make it or people that just want to watch or just, you know, want to see what's going on. We could kind of update everybody. I know uh, past uh, world finals, uh, a lot of the guys uh, would wait till the end at finals and then they're like uh, get on their computer and they're like, well, what's, what's the qualifying scores? Who's in the bracket? And and this and that. We want to be able to try to inform everyone who, who can't make it or who's just there to watch you know, uh, via, um, you know, internet or whatever it is to kind of give them updates and stuff. So yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Talk, we'll see about, how that works. talk about starting times and everything for Sunday morning, yeah. you know, in case some of that yeah. stuff change. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> here you go. Uh, JJ says that top, that dog tag is an awesome idea, Darren. Relevant for the class, top dog. Well, right. that, that's what started it. So, um, you know, uh, <clears throat> that's something I do unique to my area. Uh, if any of the other judges are interested, uh, the only issue is they're not, they're not expensive. They're probably cost more to ship <laughs> than to make for me. Um, but, uh, you know, they're interested, uh, they're willing to have them. The only issue is when I do print one, it's for that event only. So it's difficult to like say, hey, ship him 12 of them unless he knows what 12 events he's got coming up, what dates they're going to be, you know, then I can make those up uh, for a judge if that's what they're interested. And I can send them out with the chain and the dog tag attached. So okay. um, I'll bring one to world. Actually, uh, Julio, I'll make sure Julio brings a couple of them with him to world finals because um, that's what he's going to get the rent a car and. Uh, pull up and I, I believe team uh, DTX or Pop-Tart or um, Gracie and her dad or somebody um, is going to help him put together a vehicle at World Finals to compete in Top Dog and Base Race. So, um, so Darren, is there anybody that you're looking forward to more than anybody else to see at World Finals? Um, what do you mean, competition-wise? Uh, just, just in general. Let's go in general first. Oh, like, you mean old school? Sure. Um, <laughs> not really. Really? So I, I'm yeah. really, I'm really interested in Tommy McKinney's truck. Can't wait to see that again. Uh, but that is not his anymore. I know it's not his. It's. I think it's. Um, it doesn't have the RE anymore, and it's not. I don't think it's. I'm not sure if it has incriminator amps in there. It uh, don't matter. As long as that thing plays, it it holds a sentimental value. It does. It does. does. It it does. It does. <laughs> I in competition, I want to see. I want to see the extreme class, and I want to see. I'm I'm more excited of the super street class this year. Super street is gonna be really fun this year, and that's. That's just from the making of it, of seeing how all those qualifying numbers came in or the certified numbers came in. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Super Street is going to be a very interesting class. Yeah. Uh, Anybody you're oh. looking for, Jeffrey? Um, as far as like a specific competitor or you mean like a class? Or... Whatever, yeah. Um, I'm really interested in seeing the Cyclone, man, like guys this year really stepped it up like everywhere, you know, yeah. like it, it's, it was, I, I want to say it was predominantly uh, West Coast, California had a lot of the Laos uh, Cyclone guys, uh -huh. but now you got like 
the guys in my area, Texas, you guys, you have uh, guys in the East Coast. What is it? Uh, uh, Team DC Luke, who had the uh, world record. And then now the world record is back on the West Coast. So I, I kind of want to see that uh, that matchup. Who's got the loudest vehicle at 20 hertz? And, you know, who can keep it together without busting any windshields, you know, without, you know, breaking the whole car apart and stuff like that. So I'm really looking forward to the uh, Cyclone Demo uh, competition. Um, another thing I'm looking forward to, too, is obviously the death match at the end, right? Ooh, yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> Here's Salise's <laughs> comment. I'm looking forward to sleeping for a month after finals. <laughs> yeah. He's been, he's, been, he's been working around the clock, man. I. They normally go to they normally go to vacation after <laughs> finals for like a whole month. <laughs> when, I, when I log on on Facebook, I always see like Salis on. I was like, hey, he's not sleep. Uh, like they don't sleep. <laughs> She's always on. I'm excited to see Wayne's new the that new lighting tree for his tower too. I want to see that. Oh, yeah. Saw yeah. the video. I did. I as a that. matter of fact, I did see the video. It'd be nice to get those back because yeah. I had the light trees as long as they've been supported. I've had I, light trees on my system. So I agree. And then they the, they stopped supporting them. And correct. so I've had to take my light trees down and whatnot. And I would love to put them back up. I have, yeah, well, you had I, the I, old uh, incandescent uh, light bulbs. I did. That's how old school it were. So, uh, wow, to see them now in LED form, 11 foot yeah. tall, Wayne was saying. Man, yeah, correct. That'd be crazy. Salise says she's still in the office now. <laughs> we and just, they, just for you guys that didn't know, I invited her on next week, but I think she's gonna push the uh, task over to Wayne. So we're gonna talk <laughs> about World Finals and uh, what to expect, and um, you know, time frames, and just just a general overview of World Finals uh, before you guys head heading out there. That's gonna be next week on the uh, program. So. Um, uh, you know, the, the death match, I think that's going to be cool. Uh, you know, we're talking about doing multiple death matches like we used to do back yeah. in the day, extreme and super street and, you know, stock, but, um, do a uh, super street death match, I think is where it's at this year. I think so too. And it'd be interesting to see who would do it. Um, I've told this story. It's been a very long time now, but, uh, so the first world finals I was at, uh, I was tasked with the fire extinguisher, and I was behind the white crossfire van. Um, and I don't remember whose it was. I, it was um, Scott, not Owens, not... What uh, year was it? Uh, it would have been 05. 05. So, um, but anyway, he had oh. the all BD-1000s, or uh, whether the whatever the C-1000s or whatever they were, the white ones, the white crossfire linkable lamps. Oh, the big CFAs? CFAs, there CFAs. you go. And um, I was back there, and dude, his whole thing was pop, 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 pop. Flames coming out <laughs> of the amps. And he goes, if you turn on that fire extinguisher, I will beat your ass. Wow. <laughs> He's all, let it burn to the ground. Let it burn. <laughs> yep. Was it, it was like a super street vehicle, wasn't it? Or uh, No, it was an extreme. Extreme, okay. Yeah, it was okay. an extreme white van. It might have been Super Street 5 Plus, but, I mean, it was pretty extreme. Mm -hmm. uh, RP said deathmatch for all classes, question mark. So uh, we're discussing it. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. Um, but I think we're going to have, oh, one deathmatch at finals, Salise says. OG style, Super oh, Street. There you go. Oh. Salise just said it. There you That's... go, RP. So does that mean no extreme? That's, it's, she said Super Street. Super Street, okay. Yep. I wonder, How about Cyclone involved in that? Cyclone, I think the Cyclone guys, the Cyclone guys could do it. Oh, they could for fun. Yeah. Um, the uh, way we used to do Super Street was, or the uh, death match, was we took the four loudest vehicles of the day. Yeah. And they were put in, and they got the first chance. <laughs> Slee says no. No on the Cyclone. Nah. So, uh, uh, but it, it, you know what? If one of the Cyclone guys are running Super Street X and they happen oh, to be one right. of the loudest guys of the day, they will get in it. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. So if they're competing in 
DB Dragons, Cyclone. Yep. Technically, you know, their vehicle, Super Street, if they are in Super Street, they could do the deathmatch. Wow, that would be really cool. Yeah. Uh, so for me, most of my Cyclone guys are Super Street X. I would say all except for, well, Jose's not. And he's the world record holder. And he's not even Super oh, Street X. Okay. He's just straight up <laughs> Super Street. Um, and his um, his uh, Cyclone uh, demo no wall, if he slid his box back about six inches, he'd be able to fold up his seat and be in the stock no limit class. <laughs> um, can we compete in Super Street 1 to 2 but do deathmatch with four woofers? Uh, I would guess the answer would be no to that. Um, the reason I say that is because um, we want people to compete as they did in the DB Drag. Salise says uh, DB Drag is Super Street only in all caps. So she's yelling at me. <laughs> super Street only. So you Super Street guys that are registered competing in Super Street at finals know that that could be an option. And it says here, loudest four of the show get the first option. So if if they decline, then we'll go to the next, the next guy. Class. And 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 um, to remind you guys, at the uh, East Coast Finals, the guy who ended up winning Deathmatch was an alternate. It yes. was one of the guys scheduled to uh, you know be a competitor. He had to bow out for whatever reason, so they had to choose an alternate to, to uh, step up, and he ended up winning uh, Deathmatch. So you know, there's always a chance. <laughs> there's always a chance. There you go. All sad faces from RP. All you have to do is be one of the loudest guys, RP, in Super Street. You got this. Anyway, um, so we're running up on 52 minutes already. So we're just about done. Next week, we're going to pull in either Wayne or Salise. It sounds like more of it's going to be uh, Wayne instead of Salise. I just would like everybody in the world to um, that hasn't met Salise to meet her and see who she is. She is truly the neck that turns the head. D, um, Wayne Harris is the head of DB Drag, but uh, without Salise, uh, a lot of this stuff wouldn't get done. She affords Wayne an awesome opportunity of helping taking care of things that I, I don't want to say are below his level, but it's she gives him the opportunity to focus on things that are bigger. And um, we all need somebody like that in our life. Uh, whether we be the person that focuses on the small stuff and our spouse focuses on the bigger, you know, um, uh, for me and my wife, uh, I'm the long-term thinker. My wife's the short-term thinker. I don't even think about how I'm going to pay my bills at the end of the month. I'm looking at retirement. I'm looking at, you know, hey, how are we going to get this house? How are we going to get our next car? I'm looking at that kind of stuff. And my wife's like, well, uh, before you think that, we got to <laughs> we gotta pay our bills this month. So, um <laughs> You know, but we need the combination of the two people, right? Uh, we need somebody that takes care of the bills. We need somebody that does the laundry. We need somebody that does, you know, takes care of the uh, the minutia of the kids. The, I mean, that's super important. Um, parents always want to be part of their kids, whether it be, you know, the, you know, whether it's just, you know, going to the games and then working all week, or, you know, being actually the stay-at-home dad, which I know a lot of stay-at-home dads, and that's where they fit in best. Um, so we all need that in our lives, and, and I appreciate that I do have a wife that I can do that with, and you know she compliments me, and I see the same thing in uh, Wayne and Salise. So agreed. Um, yeah, uh, Tiffany uh, Paris says uh, she's the backbone of the operation. Absolutely, <laughs> she, she is. Um, she is. Any of the flyers you see, that's all Salise. The promotional stuff you see, that's all Salise. Um, so. She's a little camera shy, so I, I'm really going to try and get her to come on. Uh, but it doesn't look like she's going to, so we'll have Wayne on next week, which would be cool. Like I said, uh, he'll talk about the um, basics. Uh, Salise puts together the uh, layout of the flooring. She does the banners. She's the one that does the T-shirts. So, um, you know, all she's the artwork working. stuff. Yes, anything artwork-wise for DB Drag logos, all that stuff, that's all done through Salise. Uh, you know, like I said, she is a huge part 
of what makes DB Drag successful. Um, right. and, and, and us as judges. You know, I can call okay. Salise and say, hey, this is what I want to do, blah, blah, blah. And she can usually pump something out for me. Sometimes she's got to put me off for a little bit, uh, like the stickers for the windshields this year. Just saying, Salise. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, but because she's got so much stuff on her plate that, uh, you know, I'm willing to wait and uh, be acceptable. But we're, um, she's going to come up with the artwork that we're going to use on the stickers for the windshield. I'll get those all printed and ready for World Finals. Um, she's one that helped with the, obviously the, um, King of the Pound. Um, she's the one who designed the shirt, these new shirts for all the judges. Um, let's see. She says, if any of the finalists haven't turned in their photos, please send them over ASAP. Uh, that's to all of us. I, the judges, we were supposed to send over photos to, um, competitors need to send over photos. So if you're competing, Please send over a photo, and if you know you're going to compete, but you're not going to be there until you know pay or whatever until close to World Finals, please send over that information to Celise. So it's more um, kind of like a flyer she makes, yes, to kind of let people know that hey, you're a finalist. You know, you're a judge. You're going to be an old school attendee. So uh, hey, you know, if she's asking for your photos. I I submit them right away, so that way she can get you out that flyer and you can you know, post it on your Facebook or, yeah. or social media. looks really cool. It, it's the 25th anniversary. This is big time. This is, big I mean, time. this is awesome. They're going above and beyond. They are spending more money than they're taking in this year in, in for world final. I mean, they're so far upside down on this because they want it to be the best experience for you guys as the competitor. They really, really want to get back this year. Yeah. And I can't, even express how important that is um, in their eyes that they want you guys to ha come and have the greatest time you've ever had in your life at a show. So. so if you guys are on the fence about registering for finals, man, you know, if you had any finals uh, you choose to go to, choose this one because it's, it's going to be big. It's going to be huge. And, you know, you'll see when you get there and, and then hopefully you'll be a lifer and just do every world finals every year after. But uh, definitely be a part of be a part of this one. It's going to be historic. I would agree with that. All right, Darren, uh, we're running out of time here. So, hey, Jeffrey, you want to hit him with our final question? Forgot to prep sure. for it. <laughs> All right, Darren, um, what is your definition of a base head? Um. Uh. I would say someone that attends, well, you're talking like from a perspective point of view, as in someone who's looking at it or someone who's competing? Just your definition. Uh, my definition, I would say someone who was looking on the outside as at competition and then was intrigued by it and then after started to compete and, you know, moved up from that point. Okay. I'm not sure if I'm right or wrong. No, it, that, it's it's how you feel about it, right? Exactly. There's no right or wrong uh, answers to that question. It's just how you feel about it. All right, Jeffrey, what do we got? A little, I see a little sign behind you there tonight. Oh, you mean this one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to be back in Cali, going back to Cali. Uh, Chula Vista, uh, to be specific, uh, Saturday, October 22nd. Uh, the guys down there, Team Gorilla Hertz and Team Six One Nine, uh, throwing a, a show. They've uh, nicknamed it the Beatdown. So uh, they're, you know, they're not going to rest at all. They're just going to go right into it. October twenty second at ten a.m. in Chula Vista, uh, DV Drag Competition. It's going to be a double point event. So start. Uh, it's never too early to start racking up your points, right? So yeah, you know, check Moses out the will be there. Moses, he'll be there. I'm pretty sure. So I'll see him up there. But uh, yeah, definitely check it out on the DB Drag Racing uh, calendar. All right. Uh, Salise just uh, posted this in the chat. Lunches included both days plus Saturday night barbecue dinner and party. So that's wow. for the competitors. Um, so don't forget that part of it. Uh, Darren, how do people get in contact with you? Uh, say they're in the in the um, Bermuda Triangle sure or whatever. And um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> how, how do people find you and uh, participate in what you do? 
Uh, I'm on Facebook. It's Darren Narain, just as my name. Um, you can find me there. My number is one eight six eight seven six four six six five five. You know, anything in the in the if anyone in the Caribbean wants to do event, want to be intrigued by getting to be dragged in the event, I have no problems assisting or coming over to help. Um, this weekend we have we we also have an event on the twenty fifth. Uh, First event gonna be there at these um, these people. Um, it's a it's a, a space, a very big space. Um, it's gonna be a one X event. We're doing base race, uh, DB drag, base race, freestyle, top dog, freestyle, um, base race, and top dog. It's gonna be cash prizes. Um, it's the first event they're doing there. Um, I would say a lot of my guys are online. They they've been they've been supporting. You know, they they they're very supportive of things. Uh, yeah, uh, I've seen pictures of your setup, and uh, man, that you got like a twenty by ten tent, uh, right? Mm -hmm. And then on, on top of that, you got this other tent, and like all the banners are huge. And yeah. wow, I was like, I was like, man, Aaron's <laughs> doing it big. Well, uh, I think uh, that from Wayne's perspective, he when we look at Wayne's setup, we go all out. You know, and we try to keep up to that that momentum and that name when it comes to DB Drag. You want to showcase the product in the right way, and it has to be in a professional manner. You know, we don't do anything shady. It's very, it has to be done. You know, it must be standing out to everything else. Yep. All right, guys. Um, I got uh, nothing happening till World Finals. I'm just bowling tournaments. Um, as a matter of fact, I gotta take people's money today. When so. you got, when you, when you, when you getting in, Doug? When you getting into Owensboro? I am coming Friday night. I think I get there at like 7 p.m. on Friday. Jeffrey. And, oh, uh, but but then I gotta drive, so probably nine. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna try to get there bright and early on Friday. You know, I pass few. Uh, Some of us have final. to work. You know. <laughs> well, you know, maybe you could ask your boss and get some vacation. But uh, uh, past few World Finals, I've kind of, you know, gotten in like late Friday, and I felt like I'd missed a lot of things. So I'm going to try to make it a point uh, this Finals to try to get there early on Friday and, you know, uh, just kind of be a part of setting up and stuff like that. How about you, Darren? When are you getting in? Um, I'm going to try to be there on Friday. I think we, I think the rollout is on Friday and we're starting to do prejudging on, on the prejudging on, on Friday. Or so. from four to six, right? Isn't that what it was? Yeah. Something like that. Four to 6 PM. So I think, like I think, I think some of the prejudging is being going to happen on Friday too. So yes, I want to, I want to be there early to make sure we, we, we get an early start. So I'm thinking of getting in on most likely Tuesday night. Oh, okay. Because I, I'm getting it. I have to, after the show on Saturday, I leave out on Tuesday. And then I'm going into Miami and probably stay there one night and then leave out there to get to Kentucky. And then leave, on, leave Kentucky on Monday and head back to Miami because... The traveling situation from Miami to Kentucky, they're telling me I have to over overstay uh, at least nine hours in overlay. And I was like, uh, that doesn't make much sense to me. That's like you're losing an entire day. Oh, you Half mean like a, like a... Overlay. Overlay. Oh. Nine okay. hours uh, to the next flight. Oh, because, yeah, you only have so many flights that head to your island, right? Well, I'm going into Miami first. Oh, okay. So it's Trinidad to Miami and then Miami to Kentucky. Okay. Wow. Uh, I think it's, I think it's Nashville. It's going into Nashville and then. Oh, that's where I'm going. Uh, I'm going to Louisville. So well, there was three options. Yeah, there yeah. Three options. There, there is Nashville, N Nashville, Louisville, and Ev even Evansville. Yeah. Yeah, those are the three options. But I'm looking at the shortest distance. I don't have to rent a car. I'm trying to. <laughs> I don't want to be renting a car on top of it. So. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be. Uh, Salise says prejudge uh, 5 to 8 p.m. Uh, Friday night. Yeah. So there you go. Doug's uh, not going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's that's fine. Doug's, 
Doug's Doug's clocking in his car on Saturday morning. He's like, yep. It, it, that's what it is. I got I gotta uh dude, I gotta go to uh Dallas, Texas. I gotta go to Phoenix or not Phoenix, uh Vegas. I gotta go I can't I keep forgetting if it's Michigan or Minnesota and I gotta go to uh World Finals. That's all in the month of October. Uh my job wow, my wow. job already hates me because uh we're doing commissioning, which is the end of a project, right in the middle of the time I'm leaving. So <laughs> I got to try and limit the amount of days I'm actually gone. So anyway, uh, once again, hey, guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you uh, to Jeffrey and Darren. I uh, hope you guys hope you had a great time on this little podcast of ours. We shared with the, everybody here uh, who you are, hopefully. Uh, come up to Darren, say hi, shake his hand at World Finals, say, you know, hey, nice to meet you. Um, hopefully you understand a little more of who he is. Remember, uh, support those who support the things that you like. Uh, that happen, you know, that support those who support the things you like to do. All those people that support DB Drag support this podcast. Stolman Transport LLC. Lots of Watts um, Apparel. Uh, Puns Customs. And Crossfire Car Audio. Remember, if you get an opportunity, please support those sponsors. Um, once again, hey guys, thank you for tuning in. We will be back here again next week on Monday with either Wayne or Solis um, at 5.30 p.m. California time, the only time that does matter. Don't care where you are in the world. My time's the only time that matters. Um, anyway, we'll be back again next week. Hopefully you guys join us again and hear some information about what's going on in World Finals. You guys have a great day, and thank you for being here. We'll see you next week. Peace. Whoa, whoa.